Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And a very good Monday morning, afternoon, evening, everyone. Joe Beningo back with you again, the Ode to Pain podcast. Monday, January 15th, 2024. It is Dr. Martin Luther King's birthday day. God bless the great Dr. King. We wish he was here now. Now, with that said, I was going to sing. I was starting to sing, and then my wife very unceremoniously cut me off. So, so, but, but because I'm a benevolent dude, because I respect the people that listen to this uh, program, I will do everybody a favor and I will not sing. Okay. So I just want him just, I'm looking out for the masses today and I will not sing. All right. And of course the uh, Oda Payne podcast is brought to you by the Hackensack Brewing Company by Anita Discount Tire. And of course, by DraftKings. All right, so we are in the middle of the Super Wild Card Weekend. Four games down, two games to go today. Uh, We got to start with the absolute, and really, we've had a couple stunners as far as I'm concerned in these first four games, and nothing was more stunning than what we saw yesterday as the Green Bay Packers went into Dallas and just eviscerated the Dallas Cowboys. 48-32, to the final score of this game. It wasn't even as close as that final score would indicate. This game was 27 to nothing at one point in favor of the Green Bay Packers. Jordan Love had a phenomenal game. Romeo Dobbs, I don't think anybody covered him all day yesterday uh, in Dallas. Uh, Stephon Gilmore, the uh, former defensive player of the year, cornerback for the Cowboys, got destroyed all day. I mean, guys were open. It was unbelievable. But I want to start with this with the Packers. Because it looks like the Packers now, yet again, have another franchise quarterback. Young franchise quarterback in Jordan Love. And this is a memo to my disgrace of a football team, okay? Why we never win, why we haven't had a quarterback since Joe Namath, and on and on and on. And why the Packers seem to, you know, get the guy every time. They just go from one guy to the next. Because Green Bay knows what the hell they're doing. All right, so they had Brett Favre. They drafted Brett Favre in the second round back in 1992. Favre turns out to be an all-time great Hall of Fame quarterback, Super Bowl champion, the whole thing in Green Bay. But what do the Packers do? What they do when when Favre is still, you know, he's still got it. I mean, you know, two or three years, um, you know, away from him leaving Green Bay, what do they do? They draft Aaron Rodgers in the first round. Remember, he dropped all the way to, like, Green Bay in, like, the 20s, right? They draft Rodgers. He sits for a couple years. And then when the time is right, the Packers say sayonara to Favre. And here comes Aaron Rodgers, who probably turns out to be even better than Favre was. He wins multiple MVPs, just like Favre. He wins the Super Bowl, just like Favre, though only went to one. Favre did go to two. But they both only win one. But nevertheless, 
all these years in the playoffs. How many times were the Packers in the playoffs? And then what did the Packers do? Still, with, with, with Rodgers being very productive, you know, still coming off an MVP year, they draft Jordan Love in the first round. He sits for two years. And then when Rodgers goes, here comes Jordan Love, and they don't miss a beat. <clears throat> and it looks like it's happened a lot quicker for the Packers than maybe we thought it would. Give Matt LaFleur a lot of credit. But unbelievable how good Jordan Love looks. And he just torched the overrated Cowboy defense yesterday. Where the hell was Micah Parsons? Where was Demarcus Lawrence? Where was uh, Bland, the defensive back, with all those pick sixes for touchdowns this year? Where was Stephon Gilmore? Where were these guys? They just overran the Cowboy defense. And you can get on Dak Prescott all you want. You know, you could kill him. He threw that pick six that made it 27 nothing. He threw another pick on the second drive of the game that set up the uh, second pack of touchdown. You know, he threw a, a pick that uh, Dallas, uh, that Green Bay intercepted on the Dallas 20-yard line. So you can get on the offense. You can get on Prescott all you want. He never seemed to be on the same page with C.D. Lamb at all yesterday. Michael Gallup was the guy that got most – you know, had the biggest day as far as uh, catching the football yesterday for the Cowboys. But to me, this defense, they weren't ready to play. I mean, I, I'm sorry. This defense was not the, – the, the Cowboys in general weren't ready to play. And to me, that's a reflection on Mike McCarthy, and I don't see any way. And I like Mike, Mike McCarthy. You know how I feel about him. I wish the Jets would have hired him instead of Adam Gaze, you know, you know, five years ago, whatever it is. I wish they would have, but they didn't. He – he wanted the job. And McCarthy's won. I mean, the guy wins. He's had, what, three straight 12-win seasons now in Dallas? But the Cowboys go uh, as unceremoniously out of the playoffs as you could imagine. And I just don't believe that Jerry Jones, at now going on 82 years old, not having been to a Super Bowl now in 28 years, not even having been to an NFC championship game in 28 years, I think the Cowboy record is 4-17 and 17 in their last 23 playoff games, something like that. Maybe it's 4 out of 17. That's it, 4-13 and 13 in playoffs since that 95 uh, Super Bowl championship when they beat the Steelers in the Super Bowl in Arizona. 28 years, Jerry Jones isn't getting any younger. I can't believe McCarthy survives. I, I, I just don't see it. In fact, I think the whole coaching staff's going. You know, Dan Quinn... There were rumors about Dan Quinn, who's the defensive coordinator in Dallas, former head coach of the Falcons, that he was, you know, up for another job again. I don't say after this performance yesterday by the Cowboy defense, who the hell's hiring Dan Quinn? <laughs> and he's probably going to be available because I think Jones is firing the entire coaching staff. I will be shocked if he doesn't. And with that said, isn't this the best place for Bill Belichick to wind up? I mean, when you think about it, this is the perfect spot for Belichick. He walks into a ready-made team. He's got his franchise. Whatever you think of Prescott, you know, I'll take him on the Jets in a nanosecond. Where, where, do, where, do I, where do I sign, right? Where do I sign? He's got his franchise quarterback in Prescott. He's got a ready-made football team there in Dallas. He does. As, as, as bad as they've been in these playoffs, he's got three all-pros on the offensive line. He's got an all-pro in C.D. Lamb. He's got a guy who was looked at as an MVP candidate all year in the quarterback in Prescott. 
It looked like he had a pretty damn good defense. Micah Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence, all of those guys. What a spot for Belichick. I mean, I guarantee you this. And I don't see any way Jerry Jones doesn't make this call to Bill. I mean, I just don't see it. Because Jones isn't getting any younger. He wants a win. Where else are you going? Are you going to hire Mike Vrabel? Really? I mean, right? I mean, who are you hiring? To me, it's it's a no-brainer. It's a freaking no-brainer that this is the guy you're going to hire. You're going to have Brandon Staley? Who are you hiring? Belichick to Dallas, to me, makes all the sense in the world. It makes all the sense for Jerry Jones, who, you know, is running out of time to win again. And it makes all the sense for Belichick because it puts him in a situation with a ready-made team that wins 10, 11, 12 games every year. I mean, he will, if he winds up with the Cowboys, Belichick, he will break Don Shula's record for wins in less than two years. Less than two years. He only needs 14 wins. You know, he's going to win big in Dallas. And pro- and and would I be shocked if he won, won a Super Bowl there? Absolutely not. And I don't see any way he would not have a, would have a problem with Jerry Jones. Not at this stage. Not you're going to tell me that if if Mike McCarthy gets fired, and I I got to believe, you know, maybe by the end of the show today, McCarthy is going to be gone. You know, by the end of the day today, he'll be out. I I just don't see any other way. You telling me that this is not the perfect landing spot for Bill Belichick? Really? It makes all the sense for Jones. It makes all the sense for Bill. Where is he going to go? He, he should go to Washington. He should go to Atlanta. He should go to the Chargers. And I, I believe Jim Harbaugh, has, uh, they've already asked permission with Michigan. Harbaugh is going to interview in L.A. with the Chargers, which you know makes a lot of sense. You got Justin Herbert there and all of that, right? But where's Bill going? You taking the Titan job? Come on. I mean, to me, it's an absolute no-brainer. And I I will be stunned if Jerry Jones doesn't fire McCarthy, doesn't fire the entire coaching staff, and doesn't make a call to Bill Belichick. Now, I understand they got to go through the Rooney rule and all of that. And, you know, I think they got to reassess that because, to me, you know, it's ridiculous. You know, you you have to to, uh, interview two minority candidates, which on the surface looks like it's great. But if you know you're never hiring these guys anyway and you're just doing it to satisfy the rule, then what the hell good is that, right? I mean, think about it, you know? You know, let's say he wants to hire Belichick, but he's got to, you know, he's got to interview two minority candidates before that that he's never going to hire anyway. Does that really make sense? Is that doing a service to those, those guys that, you know, are the minority candidates that he's interviewing when they know it's all about just satisfying the Rooney rule? So I think that rule has to be somehow amended a little bit one way or the other. But if I'm if I'm Jerry Jones right now, okay, if I'm Jones, Belichick's the guy. I mean, Dallas makes all the sense in the world for Bill Belichick. So the Cowboys get absolutely annihilated yesterday. Green Bay, stunningly now, uh, with the red-hot Jordan Love, moves on to play the number one seed, the San Francisco 49ers. And uh, that game, I, I believe it's Saturday night. That game will be Saturday night in Santa Clara. So the number seven seed Packers in San Francisco to play the number one seed 49ers. So uh, a real shocker yesterday in Dallas. And then let's go back before we get into the uh, the two night games this week. 
uh, on sa- on uh, Saturday and Sunday. How about how about the Houston Texans? What they did to the Cleveland Browns on Saturday? Oh my God, forty five fourteen. Here's another team. Okay, here's another team in the Cleveland Browns that all we heard was how great their defense is. Oh, <clears throat> they got the best defense in football. Miles Garrett, Denzel Ward, Taki Taki, all these guys, right? That's his name. He's a good linebacker. They got all these guys, right? Cleveland's got this great defense. They were shredded by C.J. Stroud. Shredded. I mean, you talk about guys being open. Miko Collins, I mean, you talk about one of the most underrated receivers in football. How good is this guy? C.J. Stroud was taking him apart. It was unbelievable what he was doing. Quickly, my wife's giving me the TV schedule for the divisional round. Here we go. Now, this is this is not the divisional round. Yeah, because I'm terrible. So my wife hands me the phone with the schedule. Schedule number. No, this is this is not on you. My wife hands me the phone with the schedule. So of course Beningo, who has as much technological ability as probably Abe Lincoln, okay, who's been <laughs> who's been dead for 150 something years or whatever it is, right? More than that. I hit the divisional round. Uh, okay. So my wife hands me the phone, and what do I do? As soon as I touch it, like I got that magic touch, it's gone. So here we go now. Hold it on the side. Hold it on the side, she said. All right, so here it is. So I guess the Texans are playing the first game on Saturday, no matter what. Yeah, no, I see it. So the Texans are playing. This game's on ABC ESPN. Texans always get the 430 Saturday game. So they will either be playing in Baltimore against the Ravens or in Kansas City against the Chiefs, of course, depending on what happens later on this afternoon with the Pittsburgh Bills game, which, of course, was moved to 430 this afternoon because of the snowstorm. I mentioned this already Saturday night. This game's on Fox Saturday night. It'll be the Packer 49er game. We mentioned that already. That game is set in stone. That game's Saturday night. The Lions, who, of course, won in – First playoff win in, you know, 30 since the uh, 1991 season when Barry Sanders was there and they beat the Cowboys. The winner of tonight's Eagle-Buck game will be in Detroit on Sunday afternoon. And uh, that game is actually at 3 o'clock Sunday afternoon. That game will be on NBC. So in Detroit, divisional round, the winner of the tonight's Eagle-Buck um, game in Detroit to play the Lions. That game's at 3 o'clock NBC. And then CBS has the late game, which will be, you know, it could be anything. It could be the uh, – um, it could – we already – well, we already figured Houston's going to – is playing the early game. They love putting the Texans in that early window. But the late game will either be be one of a couple things. It'll, you know, probably if everything goes to oil, it'll be the Chiefs in Buffalo to play the Bills. Probably. Now, if Pittsburgh wins, then this game would be Pittsburgh in Baltimore to play the Ravens. That'll be the late window on CBS, 630 on Sunday. If if the uh, Bills win, then it'll be Kansas City in Buffalo to play the Bills in the late window on Sunday. And uh, again, if the uh, Texans do win, uh, if the Steelers win, then the Texans will be in Kansas City for the early game on Saturday. If that makes sense. Whatever, okay? But there you go. So that's the one game we know is that Saturday night, the Packers will be in uh, San Francisco to play the Niners, and that game 
will be on Fox. I hope everybody's paying attention. But let's get back to the uh, to the Houston Texans, man. You talk about a team that hit the draft, dra- uh, jackpot in the draft. In the in the, in one draft, they get their quarterback. You think maybe the Carolina Panthers got second thoughts now about taking Bryce Young instead of you know C.J. Stroud, but whatever. They get their quarterback in C.J. Stroud. They get their edge pass rusher in Will Anderson. Really? Oh, my God. Like, Houston is set up for a while. I mean, this is a dangerous team, and they blew the doors off. Cleveland on Saturday afternoon beat them 45-14. And look, I know Flacco was terrible. He threw those two pick sixes, but it wouldn't have mattered because with the way that Stroud was just tearing up Cleveland's defense, it was just, it was unbelievable. So uh, congratulations to the Texans. Uh, They will either be in Baltimore next week or they will be playing uh, in Kansas City against the Chiefs, depending on what happens tonight between Pittsburgh and the Buffalo Bills. Now, the other two games, uh, the uh, Chiefs in the uh, subterranean 30 below wind chill weather in Kansas City on Saturday night. Uh, a pretty easy 26-7 to win over the overrated Miami Dolphins. Boy, I tell you, how fast did the Dolphins fade, right? How fast did they fade? And the game that really killed the Dolphins, it wasn't the loss to Buffalo last week in what would have been a, a, a basically, which was for the AFC East title. It wasn't the beatdown they took the week before against the Ravens. The game that killed Miami was the Monday night loss to the Titans in Miami when they blew a 14-point lead in the last four minutes and lost 28-27. That's the game that really derailed the Miami Dolphins. But they really never had a chance uh, Saturday night in Kansas City. Uh, you know, even though the Chiefs had uh, trouble scoring in the red zone, you know, they had to kick a lot of field goals and all of that, the Chiefs are just better. And I'll tell you, the Chief defense is terrific. Let's be honest. You know, not when, this Chief team has evolved into this high-wire, you know, offensive juggernaut into a team that runs the football with Isaiah Pacheco, who everybody says he runs, you know, he runs angry. Well, he sure as hell was running angry the other night against the Dolphins. And I understand the Dolphins were very banged up. All these guys out on defense. Phillips is out. Uh, Chubb was out. Howard was out. All these guys banged up. Holland, they were all banged up. I get that. But, you know, the Chiefs did what they had to do. So they can run the football. They got a big-time defense now led by Chris Jones and uh, Jadavius Sneed and all those guys, Willie Gay, top-flight defense. And they got Mahomes. And say whatever you want, Mahomes. He's, I mean, how many times it, does anybody do it better than Mahomes when it comes to getting away from the pressure and making a big run? He did it a couple times in the game against Miami. You know, he's unbelievable. So I I cannot discount the defending world champion Chiefs because they can run the football, they play big-time defense, and they still have Patrick Mahomes, and they still have Andy Reid as their head coach. So, uh, you know, whether they wind up going to Buffalo, which would be the first-ever playoff game for Mahomes outside of Arrowhead in his career, or whether they wind up being home against Houston, you cannot count the Kansas City Chiefs out. Defense, run the football. Mahomes. That's a pretty good formula. There's no doubt about it. And look, Travis Kelsey's not the same guy. He had an okay game the other night, Saturday night, but he dropped like three passes. You know, look, 
this uh, you can't tell me that this whole Taylor Swift thing isn't affecting him. And how many times did you want to get sick watching Taylor Swift up in the booth with Kelsey's mother and with Patrick Mahomes' wife? You know, they're basically doing the uh, the uh, shimmy shimmy cocoa pop up in the freaking uh, you know they're doing the wave up in the uh, up in the cozy, very warm, I'm sure box. Unbelievable. But you cannot discount the Kansas City Chiefs. 26-7 victory, as I said, on uh, Saturday night in Kansas City. So they move on. Like I said, they'll either play Saturday uh, at home against Houston or Sunday night uh, they will play in Buffalo against the Bills. So we'll see what happens tonight with Pittsburgh and Buffalo. And then, of course, the Lions last night hanging on to beat the Rams. They win it 24-23. They covered the number, did the Rams, because I took them. By the way, for people that care, I went 2-2 two and two in the first four games. I won with Kansas City. I lost with the uh, with the Browns. I won with the uh, Rams, who covered the number. They were getting three. They lost by a point. And, of course, like everybody else, I lost with the uh, with the Cowboys getting killed by Green Bay. So 2-2 two and two going into these games tonight. And I'll just remind you, I took the Bills laying the 10 at home against Pittsburgh. And we'll see how much the weather affects that. I guess the snow's gone, but they're talking about uh, 14 degrees, I believe, will be the uh, game time temperature in Buffalo. Uh, this game was moved from yesterday at 1 o'clock because it was like a whiteout in Buffalo uh, to 4.30 this afternoon. To me, that game is still too late. They should have been playing at like 2 o'clock, but, you know, whatever, TV rules. So, again, I got the, the Bills tonight laying 10. And then the night game tonight in, in Tampa – I got the Bucks getting three against Philadelphia. I just think the Eagles are in free fall. So we'll see what happens tonight. But two and two over the first four games. And give the give the Lions credit, man. You know, they scored touchdowns on their first three drives. Jared Goff looked great. Uh, they were up 21-10 uh, at one point in the game. The Rams came back. But they the bottom line on this football game, the Rams could not score in the red zone. They had to settle for field goals. And at the end of the day, it came back to kill him. And they wind up losing 24-23. How about the reception that Matthew Stafford got from the Lion fans? And, you know, I hear people in the media getting on the Lion fan. What, what, what do you think he's going to get? What do you think the Lion fan thinks? See, people, because, you know, a lot of these people in the media, they're beyond being fans anymore. They forgot what that's all about, Okay. What do you think the Lion fan thinks? The Lions have never been to a Super Bowl. They haven't won a playoff game, as we mentioned, in over 30 years, going back to the 1991 season. They haven't won an NFL title since Bobby Lane in 1957. I was four years old. I don't I don't even remember that game, okay? 1957. I think they beat Cleveland for the championship. And these people had Matthew Stafford as their, their quarterback for all the years, he never wins nothing. And I'm not blaming it all on him. They didn't have a great team. He never wins nothing. He goes to the Rams, and the first freaking year he's in L.A., he wins the Super Bowl. What do you think the Lion fans are thinking? You think they're going to be happy about that? So, of course, they booed the hell out of him when he walked onto the field. Come on. Unbelievable. I mean, what, what do you expect? I mean, give me a freaking break. But congratulations to Detroit. They win it. They move on. They will host now a playoff game. I guess that game is going to be on Sunday. They will host a playoff game. They will host the winner of tonight's Eagle-Buck game. So the Lions actually getting, uh, for the first time, I believe, in their history, 
They're getting two home playoff games in the same year. How about that? Wow. God bless the Lions. Good luck to them. Good luck to them. All right. Let me get – we're almost gone here. Let me get my uh, sponsors in here. You know the deal, the Hackensack Brewing Company. Uh, We will be doing our next live podcast a week from this coming Friday, the 26th. And John Jastrzemski will be with me, my good buddy JJ. So you want to check it out, you know, probably around 7 o'clock or so. So that'll be the next live podcast, Friday, January 26th at the Hackensack Brewing Company. Check it out. And you know the deal. They're located 10 minutes off the George Washington Bridge, less than 30 seconds off of uh, Route 4 and beautiful Who Needs a House out in Hackensack. The tap room's open 4.30 to 10 Monday through Friday, 2 to 10 Saturday, 12 to 8 Sunday, uh, 78 Johnson Avenue in Hackensack, right behind the Tombstones. Go see the new daddy, Mike Jones. Go see TJ, the homish book it air. Uh, you know, thank you, Marv. And uh, <laughs> bye, it's good to see Marv is feeling better, by the way. Good yeah. job there, Marv. Uh, make sure your wife takes care of you. And the, uh, <laughs> my wife's left. Anyway, and, uh, you know, go see Andre, go see Herb, the whole group there. But January 26th, the next live podcast at the Hackensack Brewing Company. Check it out. You need work done on your car, go check out a needed discount tire. Go see my son, Johnny. Go see his boss, Harry. Everybody there, Rob, one of the just outstanding mechanics. Work done on your car. You need tires. You need your car inspected. Whatever your automotive needs are, go see Anita Discount Tire, Westwood Avenue in beautiful, one of my favorite towns, Rivervale, New Jersey. I got my first hole-in-one there uh, at the Rivervale Country Club on the 14th hole for those who care. But anyway, so go check out Johnny, uh, the uh, Anita Discount Tire in Rivervale, New Jersey, Westwood Avenue. And, of course, you want to bet on tonight's uh, playoff games? DraftKings is the way to go. Uh, get on on all the action there. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the code OTAPAIN. As you know, gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www.sot1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or you can text HOPE-NY 467-369. All right. Beningo, the OTAPAIN podcast. Again, it's uh, uh, the great Dr. Martin Luther King Day. Uh, can't say one of the, the greats of all time, of course, uh, was unfortunately, uh, uh, killed April 4th, 1968, the tumultuous, tumultuous year that 1968 was Bobby Kennedy was killed. All the insanity, uh, with Lyndon Johnson deciding he wasn't going to run for president. You know, he was stepping down the craziness of the, uh, democratic convention in Chicago, Mayor Daly, the Chicago seven, we could go on and on. Oh, and oh, by the way. The Jets' Super Bowl championship year as well, now a mere 55 years ago. So let me throw all that historic stuff in there as far as 1968 is concerned. And I was a rip-roaring 15 years old. But nevertheless, (laughs) it is. God bless the great late Dr. Martin Luther King, one of the great Americans that there ever was. Okay. Got two games now coming up tonight. You got the Steelers in Buffalo to play the Bills. Buffalo, as we mentioned, a 10-point underdog. I like Buffalo, even with the big number. I mean, who knows? I mean, he went to, he, Mike Tomlin, what he said, that he's going to wait till the end of the year to assess his situation with Pittsburgh. Is it possible Tomlin might be leaving the Steelers after 17 years? Wow. Two Super Bowl appearances, one Super Bowl champion, championship, and 17 consecutive non-losing seasons? Is it possible? That would be amazing. 
And I guess the best scenario if Tomlin ever did leave the Steelers would be him taking a year off. And then if my team just goes right in the tank, which is also a very big possibility, you know, Woody Johnson wakes up and actually I is Mike Tomlin. Oh, would that be something? Don't hold your breath for that. We don't want to get started on all that. My team better. Look, the, the coach assures me, okay, Coach Salah, my buddy, he assures me we will make the playoffs next year. From his lips to God's ears, please. I'm lighting the, uh, you know, novena candles now, all right? Don't hold your breath. So that game tonight, 4.30, the game moved from 1 o'clock yesterday afternoon. Uh, Kathy Hochul, the governor, actually doing something right for a change. But we'll, you know, we don't want to get into that either. But nevertheless, <laughs> nevertheless, 4.30, the Steelers in Buffalo to play the Bills. I'm pumped up for that. It'll be Nance and Romo doing that game. And then tonight, very interesting game. The Eagles in Tampa to play the Bucks. Philly's a three-point favorite on the road. I like the Bucs. I like Buffalo in the early game. I like the Bucs tonight getting the points. I just think the Eagles are just in complete free fall now. I really do. I really do. I think it's over for them. I think there's a good chance that Nick Sirianni might get fired. Could you imagine that? That in the same, like in the same week, Mike McCarthy gets fired in Dallas. Nick Sirianni gets fired in Philadelphia. And then Belichick has his choice. Where do you want to go, Bill? You got a ready-made team either way. You want to go to Philly and coach Jalen Hurts? You want to go to Dallas and coach Dak Prescott? Win-win. My prediction is, if the Eagles lose tonight, I think Sirianni might get fired. My prediction is, and I'll say before we leave, Bill Belichick will not be coaching Washington. He won't be coaching the Chargers. He won't be coaching the Falcons. He won't be coaching the Titans. He will be coaching the Dallas Cowboys. I give it an inside shot that he could wind up in Philly if Sirianni gets fired and they lose tonight. But remember, you heard it from me. The next head coach at the Dallas Cowboys, and we'll notice in, in, a, in a probably a short period of time, will be Bill Belichick. I just don't see how Mike McCarthy and the Cowboy coaching staff survives this disaster yesterday in that beatdown at the hands of the Packers. Everybody, enjoy your holiday, Martin Luther King Day. God bless all the love.